You're listening to The Valor Podcast. My name is Dami Abajingin. I'm the editor and founder of Valor Magazine, a publication which celebrates the millennial Christian woman. And this podcast will be doing just that. Together, let's celebrate all that we are, dive into the challenges we face, and explore all the things that matter to us. Basically, we'll be discussing anything you talk about over dinner with your girls. Hi guys and welcome to season two of the Valor podcast. I know it's been a minute. I've missed you guys. Hope you've missed us as well. So yeah, we're back with another episode and we have our first guy ever on the episode. I was just thinking about that this morning. You're the first gentleman to grace us. I didn't even know that. So it's an honor. Honestly, it was an unconscious thing. I was like, oh yeah, we haven't had a guy before. So, you know, Uh new year, new movements. So uh, do you want to introduce yourself? So yeah, what's going on, people? My name's Earl Blackman. If you don't know who I am, uh, 29 years old, um, business coach, leadership development coach, and forex investor, and entrepreneur as well. So yeah, that's just me in a brief, brief, brief nutshell. Cool. So today we're going to be talking about, I guess what everyone's talking about, relationships, Valentine's mm-hmm. Day this Friday. Nah. So, you know, whether you're single or you're booed up, Everyone is thinking about relationships. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But when we add it in the Christian domain, that has a whole nother layer to it. So, oh, what what are you... Are you in a relationship right now? Are you single? Like, what's your situation? No, I'm single. I'm as single as you can get. Like, What does that mean? I'm just... <laughs> like, not, not talking even, to anyone at all? Not talking is that to anyone. Okay. Not talking to no one. No one's on radar. Like, nothing like that. Like, I'm, I'm like... Think about as single as you can get and go, like, 10 miles north. <laughs> Super single. Yeah, that's okay. me. That's me right now. Okay, cool. So in your, is this intentional right now? Like, are you choosing to be single or are you open to a relationship? I'm pretty much both, uh, half and half. I'm Mm -hmm. choosing, definitely choosing. But at the same time, my eyes are open. But like, Mm -hmm. no one's really crossed the the radar yet. But Mm -hmm. I'm definitely more focused on my business and career stuff rather than over relationships. So it's pretty much almost 100% uh, a choice. You know, you just made me think about something because I hear a lot of guys say, you know, they want to be established to some extent. And I mean, established means different things to different people. It's mm-hmm. an, arbitrary, an arbitrary level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you, do you feel like you want to be more secure in your, not saying that you aren't, but do you uh. want to be more established in your field before you pursue a relationship? Is that is that a thing for you? Because I hear that quite often. Yeah, for me, not even, not even just in my field, but financially, there's a certain target I have in my head and there's a certain place that I want to build everything to before I get into a relationship. Because pretty much in my previous relationship, like I had come to a place where I discovered it. It's like yo, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I want to be in terms of like career or anything like that. Mm. And so I'm someone that if I put my head to something, once I focus on something, like it's laser beam. Mm, so mm, everything mm. else begins to drown out. So pretty much in my last relationship, when I realized that, yo, I need to step up, I put the relationship on a back on a back seat. Mm. And a lot of people are like, oh yeah, but you can do it. Why can't you do that in a relationship? Why can't you focus on your thing? Why can't you do your hustle? In a relationship. And some people can do that. Yeah. Right? That's but it's not cool. For, it's not for everyone. Yeah, yeah. But for me, like, it was a dis- it was a distraction. Like when I'm when I'm on something, I'm on something. If it's not, if everything in my life isn't moving at that frequency, then I, it just begins to drown out. So literally, um, like yeah, that is there's a place that I want to be. 
And um, before I uh, before I get there, like I want to block out all distractions and move at the pace that I want to move. Let's say, for example, someone came along, came along, and they can fit into that and mm. move at the pace that I'm trying to move at and got the vision that I got. Um, then yeah, we can run. But for now, like I'm literally just laser beam focused on what I'm trying to do. So yeah. So how did you navigate that? Because from what you're saying, it doesn't sound like you had an issue with her and gen- her as a person. Uh-huh. It was just more so what you're trying to achieve. So how did you navigate that period? Um, her as a person, like, there's there's different dynamics. A lot of Christians say that, you know, as Christians, we complicate we complicate relationships, yeah. I think we can sometimes. I, I hear it, but at the same time, I don't Actually, hear it. more than sometimes. <laughs> I, I hear it, but at the same time, I don't hear it. Because, like, for example, a lot of us, when we make that statement, we compare, we compare relationships to the world. So, for example, like, oh, yeah, we point. overcomplicate relationships. It's like, okay, compared to what or based on what? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And that shouldn't be the standard. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, I hear There's you. Not, I hear like, you. I was having a conversation with this someone, but it's not too, some, 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 not too long ago, right? Mm-hmm. I don't talk about relationships often, but because I have an, an interesting angle, people like to hear my, my view on it. And I'm exactly, like, yeah. <laughs> relationships in the world, you don't have to consider too much. Do you like the person? Mm. Do you guys vibe? Mm. Can you see yourself with the future? Mm. With a future with that person? If those are tick, 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 flip, let's go. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? With Christians, it's not the same. Like, them three things can be check, but it still not be what God wants you to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can vibe. There's been plenty of people that I vibe with. There's been plenty of people that, you know, I got on with and stuff like that, but that's not enough. Because mm. when it comes to relationships, you have to understand that if it's not what God is saying... It's not going to work. It's not going to work. No matter how much you two vibe, no matter how much you two... Like, all my past relationships, I've, like, I've vibed, with, well, I've vibed with the girls. We've got... There's been no problem. Do you understand what I'm saying? It gets to a problem now where you start looking into, like, the, the depth and the depth of stuff. Like, for example, I've been with... The last person that I was speaking to, her vision for life was just to have a family. Mm-hmm. Right? And... That's perfect for a guy that just wants a woman who have her whole vision for life is I want to have a successful family. Mm. You understand? What I'm saying? But for me, it's like I'm trying to sit in a room with the highest of the highest of the highest of the highest of the highest. I'm trying to have the queen and the king call me up for advice. Do you understand what I'm saying? I want to be, oh yeah, fly, flown, flew out, flew out to the warehouse, right? A warehouse mm-hmm. to the White House. I know because, what you mean. <laughs> because. Um, you, you know, there's something going both. on. Huh? You can get flued out to both. Why there not? you go. So, and it's like, so I'm, I'm trying to sit, I'm, I'm trying to set up them places there. Like, I want to have a leadership, uh, development, um, leadership development, uh, center in Dubai where we train world leaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the person that I'm with has to have a vision that goes that far and mm-hmm. that goes to the extent of that. For someone that's not thinking of that and not thinking out there and just says, oh, you know what, um. I just want to have a family. I'm not knocking that, but I'm what I'm saying is, in order to roll where I'm trying to roll, your 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 the vision for your life depend. Um, the vision for your life sets. You know how much effort you put in, what you do, how hard true. you work, all that kind of stuff like that. And if your vision isn't up there, mm-hmm. then how you take life, how you move in life, the pace that you move in life isn't going to be how I need it to be. And so we're just going to end up clashing anyway. So I mean. I hear it when people say we overcomplicate um, relationships as Christians, but I don't think it's as straightforward as we think it is. And, you know, this is how we have Christians divorced three, four, five times Mm. and all this kind of nonsense going on in the church. So, boy. 
I mean, I I think we overcomplicate it in the extent that before something's began, you're trying to already premeditate how it's going to end. And mm-hmm. it's important to be intentional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I know with me, when I... So I'm in a relationship at the moment. Uh-huh. And when we first started, like, it was... I mean, it still is amazing, but it was amazing. And I made a conscious decision to intentionally not get too like hung up on how it would end. I was like, let me just be present. Mm -hmm. Let me just enjoy. Let me just get to know this person. Let me see this man for all that he is and for who he is. And there was something that my friend Joy told me once and I thought it was so beautiful. I actually asked her to write it down. I'm just going to read that quickly. And it says, and if we view individuals as conduits, as vehicles that exist to teach us about ourselves, as God-given instruments that are weaved into our lives, destined only to play a small part, instead of being consumed by the destination, we will begin to be able to enjoy people for who they are and what they bring. And then maybe we will be able to welcome new people and release the old with love, with ease and with joy. And for me, that was so significant because in the past, I know I had definitely been guilty of you know, you see a guy and you instantly kind of head straight into the future and think, okay, is he going to be the one I marry? Because if he's not going to be the one I marry, there's no point talking to him. And I think, well, I don't think this is unique to women. I guess with guys as well, unless you know that this girl is someone, or this woman, I should say, this woman is someone that you want to spend a future with, you're not, I'd like to think you're not going to foresee a relationship with her or you're not going to... I use the term dating. I know some people get hung up about it. Dating, courting, y'all know what I mean. Getting to know someone, that's what we're referring to. So I think it can be overcomplicated in the sense that with Christians, you have you have to focus on the end goal. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. At the end of the day, if he didn't meet the criteria of someone I would want to marry, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even have agreed to date him. But I had to be very intentional to not fixate on that. Not going to say I've been good all the time. I definitely mm-hmm. have fixated at moments. But at the very beginning, I was very intentional to not fixate on that. And I think that's sometimes where the complication can come in because you barely know someone, but you're just thinking, okay, is this how it's going to end? And I don't believe all relationships are supposed to end in marriage. That That is the aim. But just because something falls apart, it doesn't make it unsuccessful. Like with your past relationships, I'm sure they taught you about yourself. I'm sure they taught the individuals about themselves. Like you grew, you learned from them. Just because it ended, it doesn't mean it was a waste. Or it doesn't mm. even necessarily mean that it wasn't of God. It just maybe wasn't supposed to be the well, one that you marry. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. uh. I think that for me personally, I think that's where the complication can come in and where it can be quite kind of challenging because you're, you kind of have to predict next five years of your life when, you know, someone's just said hi. Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. me, that's why I think we can make it a bit complicated. Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that 100%. Like, uh, especially like the... The whole fixating thing, like when you when you like, let's say for example, a girl comes in, or a guy comes in, mm. man or woman comes in, mm. and Im- immediately you're thinking, oh yeah, is it? But like that's where it gets complicated. It's like, man, just chill out, like <laughs> <laughs> just calm down. Let's just everyone just breathe for a second. I feel like once once things start to like go to, I mean, like if you meet someone. And the first thing you're thinking of is, is this my husband and wife? It's like, I feel like just, there's a problem there already. Like, But that's how so many people think. I mean, I, I used to, I don't anymore, but uh-huh. I, I used to think like that. And I, I, I get it. Like, I, I get it. Like, I get it. But like, the first, I'm not like, I'm so comfortable in what I'm doing, so focused on what I'm doing. Like, I'm not looking at like everything that moves as, oh, snap. Is this husband, is, is this a wife or well, not husband? Mm. Or forbid, but 
<laughs> it's just, <laughs> is this a white like? You're not about you know what I'm that saying? Life. It's like I'm just, I'm chilled. And then if we start vibing, like, and, and I'm like, all right, cool, hold on, mm. hold on a second, then I can start looking into it and and thinking, all right, cool, like, so what is the future? Let me actually like, mm. you know, break this person down. When I say break this person down, I'm not making sense. I know what you mean. You know, <laughs> but let me actually like look into it and you know, pray about it and yeah. you know, look at the possible future of it. And I feel like that's how it should go. Like, but if, do you feel like you mm-hmm. might have that luxury? Because you're a guy and you have more options. Let's just call a spade a spade. There's more There's more women than men. So do you feel like you have that luxury to kind of take that approach? No. And the reason, oh. <laughs> the reason why I feel like that, what, first of all, there is more There is more women than men. In right? the world. Than in when the, you in add the world. Christianity, in that's the a whole other yeah, thing. Yeah. Yo. Um, but that's all, I feel like that's all circumstantial depending on what kind of guy you have. Like for example, I right, okay, let's let, I right, we'll, we'll go we'll go there we'll okay, go there okay. we'll go there. Uh huh. Um, for example, I'm like, let's let's break the argument down first of all. Okay. People will hate me after this, but we move. <laughs> <laughs> we move. So yeah, one hundred. Okay. So a lot of girls, a lot a lot of women in church, a lot of guys in the church, whatever they say, there's more. Uh, there's more. Um, God, there's more. There's more women in the church than men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then there's the argument that okay, there's no good-looking guys in church. And do people say that? Oh, there's oh, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Right? I haven't. I You've haven't never heard, heard that. No. Boy, the okay. one I hear. Well, I want to talk to you about misconceptions a bit later. Okay. But the one uh-huh. I hear is Christian guys have no game. Oh, but we'll, but we'll, uh, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get, get to that. that. Okay, okay cool. so continue. Cool. So for me, what I see is there is there is more. There's more women in church than there mm. is guys, and I feel like at a certain. Let me not try and make things levels, but at a certain level, right, there's more options for women than there is for men. I feel like when you... Wait, 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 wait. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. You guys say, can see me. My eyes are so wide no, no, right wait, oh, my, bad, my, bad, my bad, my bad. There's more options for men than there is for women. Okay, Let me there. there you yeah. go. Because I was I, thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. how, Sway? How? <laughs> at a certain place, there's more options for uh, men than there is for women. Okay. Right? When you, when, like, if you're talking about going to church... And living right and all that kind of stuff like mm-hmm. that, and you know someone that loves loves God, walks with God, this stuff like that. There's more options, definitely more options for men than there is for women, hundred percent. Okay, all right. But I feel like when you start moving up into like now people that are in when you're in ministry mm. and you're actually a, a leader, you're yeah, you're yeah. And you're you're a leader and you're a quote unquote someone that uh, has a certain level of influence mm. in the kingdom, mm. then them ratios begin to flip. And uh, I, from from my experience, okay, I, okay, I see, okay, you see what I'm talking about, yeah, now. yeah. So the ratio is yeah. beginning to flip, and now when you talk about leadership, and when you talk about um, now, like now, it's no longer a thing of okay, yeah, there is more Christian women, but now you have to start looking at okay, compatibility. Mm. Now, when you talk about leadership and influence, all that kind of stuff like that, and when you start moving, when you start talking about them and considering that kind of level of things, the ratio is flipped completely. But do you think it might not flip just because there's more, even regardless of the fact that there's more women mm-hmm. in the church, there's more men in leadership. Do you not think that's just the reason why um, it flips? Even if there was, even, okay, yeah, there's more men in leadership, but that doesn't... Shout out to the patriarchy. I'm just saying. We're not, we won't go there today, but anyway, it is what it is. Even if there's more men in leadership, like that doesn't, that doesn't, um, that doesn't now negate the fact that there's still women in church that are compatible for the men that are in leadership or whatever. But do you not feel like it's easier for a man in a leadership position to be mm-hmm. in relationship with a woman who, let's say, is um, 
a member, consistent, but a member, not someone in a leadership position, mm-hmm. as opposed to the other way around. A woman in a leadership position in relationship with a man who is a member, or let's say someone who, you know, comes every Sunday, but mm-hmm. doesn't have influence, as you said. I feel like that's a... I mean, a that's tradi- a slightly that's, different topic. I feel like but... it's true. I don't think it's correct, as in the mindset is... Mm-hmm. I don't think the, the mindset... I think it's a true thing that happens, and it's a pressure a definite pressure for women in a church because it's like, okay, if you're a woman in a church, your husband is supposed to be the leader. Yeah. So it's like... So he has to essentially be to, more yeah, spiritual so he has mature to be than someone you. That has to be, but you can have someone that goes to church that is on fire, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then you can have someone that's in leadership that just has a position, but it's not really moving. True. Do you understand what that's I'm saying? Like, Because your title doesn't reflect your relationship all. with... At, it, at, I mean, I know that's how some people see it sometimes, but it, it does not. But no, we know that's true. We know that's not true. Like, there's plenty of people in church that especially men I feel like women are better leaders than men in church um, say that again <laughs> <laughs> I, one I more feel, time in case no one heard I feel like leaders are better women uh, le- women are better leaders than men than uh, leaders are better than better le- women are better leaders than it's men it's okay can say it with church. your chest I'm, I'm, okay. try, I'm trying, to, I'm trying okay. my hardest to say it in church <laughs> it with my chest and the reason why I say that is because women tend to lead from identity whereas men tend to lead from position so basically mm, okay um, if you to be at, fair, that's not my experience. Uh-huh. To be fair, that's not my experience, but I hear what you're saying, though. I'll, I'll say it like this. Like, if you look at... Um, women take more time to discover who they are in God. So when, mm. they turn, when, they tend to, when they tend to lead, it tends to be from more of... More, more from identity, whereas men, they get... Some men, not all men, but a lot of men, they have their... They, they, their identity comes from their position. So it's like, okay, I'm a yeah, pastor. It's interesting because I've, I've experienced both. Like, I've definitely had a male leader who was on a power trip. Uh-huh. But that I'm not going to attribute that to the fact that he's a man, just mm-hmm. the fact that that's just how he moves. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, I've had female leaders that have acted the same way. And I guess for me, when I was, like, kind of being trained in leadership, I just mm-hmm. made the conscious decision to not be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And to not lord over people when I lead them. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, not, yeah. that's not my leadership style, personally. But, um... But yeah, I guess because I've because I've seen both, I can understand what you're saying, but I just can't really I can't really I've relate been, because I've, I've seen been, yeah yeah, yeah I've, I've seen been, it from I've both. Been, been, how long how long have you been a Christian for? I've been a Christian. I just turned twenty nine, so eight years. Wow. Okay, all right. Wait, no, no, nine years. Nine years. I was, well, Christian nine years. Uh-huh. Not serious for the whole nine. Let yeah, yeah, me yeah. be. Let me be honest. Okay, so, let's go. How long have you been serious for? I have been serious. I will say six years. Six years. Okay, cool. Serious six years. Yeah. So I've got about six years. On you. Okay. So, <laughs> not that I'm like, I'm 29. I'm 29. Okay. I was so, you got saved when you were? I got saved when I was 17, 18. Okay. And I've been, I've been in leadership. Um, I've been in leadership since. Um, I've been in ministry since 18. Mm-hmm. Like, first sermon when I was 18 mm-hmm. or something like that. Started leading youth and all that kind of stuff when I was 18. Mm-hmm. Been around, been around, been around, been around, been around. And I see, I've definitely seen um, the what you're talking about, where doing a mass. Yeah, I was just doing the mass. I was thinking, no, because I became a cell leader in 2013, so seven years. But anyways, okay, serious yeah. seven years. But as you were saying... Uh, so yeah, I've, I've definitely seen a side where, I've definitely seen a side where, you know, both sides, both sides have power trips. Women have power mm-hmm. trips, men have power trips. But what I've, from, from, uh, from a whole, mm-hmm. since I've been, I've definitely seen it more in men than I have in women. But it depends on what you've been brought up in and what church you've been brought up and mm, what background. That's but true. Your church environment will yeah, also yeah, impact things a lot. It can throw things off. But yeah. I've, I've seen, I've definitely seen it in men more than women in just considering the church in the West in general. But mm. 
That's we'll a see, we'll church see. in the West. That's a conversation for another day. Another for day. another day. A whole other day. So for you, with this where you're at right now, you mm-hmm. are single, intentionally single. Yes, yes. Question: Have you ever in the past uh-huh. used a dating app? No. Would you ever use a dating app? No. Why? <laughs> so if let's say you get to you've opened your business center in Dubai. Yeah, yeah. You have the private jet. Is you don't even need to charter it. It's just there. It's on top of your roof. Uh-huh. Like you've reached the echelon of power that you want to, and you're like, yeah, right, yeah. I'm ready to settle down. Sounds good. Man. Would you ever? Sounds well, good. in Jesus' name, uh-huh. would you ever consider? Never. No. no. Okay. What's your why? Um, I I just believe that God is the orchestrator of my life, mm. and I have enough faith that He'll bring who whatever He needs to bring, whoever He needs to bring. In due time, that's just mm. my level of faith. I've never mm. had to. I've never struggled for any anything like that. Mm. So they, like I, me, I just believe. I, I just I look at biblical pattern, the first few relationships in the Bible, and God was the orchestrator. God brought whoever when he when they needed it, whatever. So and that's my level of faith, and that's that's how I move. That's how I roll for the rest of my life. So dating apps for me is for me that's kind of like taking taking uh, things into your own hands. For me, that's how I see it. I'm not mm. saying that anyone else No, is you know, I've heard that argument before. I uh-huh. mean, personally, I, I've used one site, but uh, I don't say I was under duress, mm-hmm. but I was low-key a little bit under duress because my friends are like, you know, you're not really doing anything. And I was like, I'm not really... I was just, I just like, you know, someone will appear when they appear. And I mean, ironically, I ended up meeting my now boyfriend at my friend's birthday party, uh-huh. which I always wanted to meet someone organically. Uh-huh. My friend's like, oh, I just give this a go. But I just, not knocking it if that's something you do use. But for me, I just found the whole experience so uncomfortable and just cringy. But then at the same time, I think, you know, if you're looking for a job, you put in a job application. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, or at least you have a profile on LinkedIn, you know, so I feel like, yeah, of course, God God can use any avenue. Like, you can meet some, you could meet someone after you leave the studio today. I mean, I know you're not on it right now, but I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying, like, yeah. you could. You could, uh-huh. like, you can meet anyone at any time. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I guess some people can say the argument is, you know, there are other areas in our life that we are, I know it's such a Christianese word, and I was trying to avoid it this podcast, but intentional. Uh-huh. And there are other areas where you are intentional, like, you know, you, you're on LinkedIn. Yeah. You're making yourself visible. So there's some people that would say, dating apps is just making yourself visible and then God will orchestrate the right person. But I don't know. I can't speak because I, I literally had it for about a week and I was just like, I just can't, can't I mean, do if this. you want to compare do this. dating to job applications, fair enough. <laughs> fair I mean, enough, I, fair enough. The only reason why I'm considering the two is just because, well, not considering, comparing the two uh-huh. is just because they're important elements of your life, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Hi. Okay, so let's talk about misconceptions. Hi. So we already kind of started, well, we kind of referred to it before, but Christian men have no game. Discuss. Mm. Where, do you think that, <laughs> where do you think that idea comes from? Because it's prevalent. Uh-huh. It's very prevalent. I mean, like, it can't be, it can't be, um, it, it can't be, it can't be a complete myth because it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a thing. Like, I, I, mm. I, I doubt... Loch Ness Man- Monster is a whole myth, so I don't know. I don't believe there's truth to every... There has to be, like, Did I say Loch Ness? What's lo- it called? The, uh, What's that thing you called? The Loch Ness Monster? Loch- that Scottish thing? It is Loch Ness. Loch Ness? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. never mind. As you were saying. But then again, how do you know it's a myth? Like, someone could have seen something. Yo, I... Personally, <laughs> I believe that's a complete and total myth. Personally. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But anyway. I mean, mm. like, okay, fair, like... I feel like, um... From what I've seen, I've seen certain things, like... 
a lot of a lot of a lot of Christian men don't have game. Does that mean that all Christian men don't? And you know, for example, like you might have had it yourself when you see people approach your DMs, yeah, and they just approach your DMs on some madness, like. And it happens like, all the time. It's just like right. Don't even open them. You just take them. If you put them to, right into if the you general. Was, okay, cool. If you was to the DMs you got all the times you've been approached or whatever by Christian men, right? Yeah. Is it impressive or is it just like, fam, what on earth are you talking about? I mean, I guess now it's also different because I'm in relationships. I'm not entertaining that. Uh But even when I wasn't, a lot of times it's just been like, what's wrong with hi, hello? (laughs) Like literally some people just go off like, oh, you have such a beautiful, or you're so this, you're so that. Uh And then I've literally had guys just like send like prayers into my... And I mean, I'm not not opposed to prayer. Uh I love prayer, but... um, No, but who's who's doing that though? Like, why are you... do you, get, do, you get, do you get what I mean? Why are you coming into someone's DMs? Yeah, do you get what prayer? I mean? So, um, so, so yeah, that's, that's why so, I really appreciate the new like primary uh-huh. and the general thing that Instagram has because they're just they're just in the general, yeah, yeah, yeah. just in general, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then you just delete them. Now but, think um, about that. Now think about that. Times like a thousand. Mm. How many how many Christian women have experienced that guy is just coming in off of madness, just going, and it's just like sideways. so when you look at it like that, and mm. you have more, and trust me, you have more guys doing that than you do have guys. Uh, just approaching women on a on a, on a, and just on a, on a normal high how you're there, doing. Is there anything wrong with a high how you're doing? I'm just wondering, like, or like, why do people? Why do some people think that you know, just approaching someone on a on a mad tip is what's gonna? I don't know. I don't, I've never approached anyone on a mad. Like, what goes for them guys? Like, maybe it's because it's like, oh, because I'm a Christian now, and because she's on God, this is what she's gonna be attracted to, or this is how I'm supposed to. Do. Like, I I don't know what goes through people's heads. When they do that kind of stuff, for me, it's just as simple. Like it's not complicated. Introduction is not complicated. It's as simple as like, "Hi, how you doing?" or something. Mm. Do you understand? Like commenting on something, posting something, DMing her something. We like and the then comment than the, the com- DM, huh? We like the comment than the DM. I mean, don't be creepy with it, but uh-huh. you know, a couple comments, couple likes, then a DM. And then, you, and then procedure? you let it flow. And then you let it flow organically. If it moves, it moves. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So, I mean, like, I definitely hear when they say Christian men have not go, um, haven't got a game. Because I've seen all sorts. I've seen, I've got uh, female friends. I've been in relationships where, um, you know, me and my girl would laugh at the DMs that she gets. Like, yeah. I, like I've seen it. So I definitely hear it. Um, I just, so just, you don't think it's a misconception? I don't, I don't think it's but a it's misconception. But it's just not a fair because there are some Christian men that do have game. 100%. But I feel like it's just one of the ones where, I mean, like you, even if you check your, even if you check the responses by Christian men to that, um, to that, to that statement, you just see a whole load of lack of game just coming out of the cupboard. Like, every, <laughs> <laughs> you just see it coming out everywhere. Like on Twitter, when it comes on Twitter, when people say that, and you see how Christian men respond, it just like this is like, what we're yeah, talking it, about. Yeah, it, it's confirmation. Like the guys that actually like believe in their source, yeah, they're not out there killing themselves trying to prove this. Like, all right, cool. Like, Janet, like that's what. Okay, all right, we move regardless. Honestly. The guys that don't have game is like, oh yeah, well, uh, 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 uh. maybe I guess like, I guess that's what it is. Because I'm just thinking like with my guy, he literally. She just approached me. We just started talking, and we had like the most random, in-depth conversation, uh-huh. having not known each other, and we just kind of took it from there. But and that's how it goes. That's, yeah. that's how it, that's how it should be. But all right. So misconception number two: uh-huh. Christian men don't take their celibacy seriously. Discuss. Like I say, I can't. I know you you do not represent every single Christian man yeah, 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 in yeah, yeah. the whole wide world, uh-huh, uh-huh. but as a representative at the moment, mm-hmm. um. Like I say, everything's in everything's in everything's in levels. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're talking about just 
in church, one someone if you're if you're classing a Christian guy, someone who just goes to church, right? Mm, that's true. Okay. Then okay. I can, all that madness, all of that craziness that goes on around there, like I hear it. Like if you used to separate stuff into the inner courts, outer courts. Uh, out of courts, inner courts, and the holies of let's just go Christianese like that. Because mm-hmm. you you have all of that going on in the church. You have like the out of courts where people just go to church. Their class is Christians, but they might not be taking stuff seriously. And around there, you'll see all kinds of things. Guys not taking their celebrity cel- cel- seriously. Um, just all kinds of craziness going so on. I, guess, I hear people say it's harder for men, but I feel like when I hear that, it's quite it's disrespectful to men in the sense that it's like okay, so we're men and women both have the Holy Spirit. But what do men get? Some inferior one that they're not able to control. I their... think that's completely rubbish. But I, but this is an argument that we hear. I see this on Twitter. Well, argument from who? From guys. Yeah, guys saying this like yeah, it's hard for men. Will, guys will, guys will say whatever they need to say to try and back whatever they need to back. Like it's there's temptation for temptations for everyone. Everyone, exactly. like you said, everyone has the same Holy Spirit. If a girl can lock it, a guy can lock it as well. But not to say it's not easy. Not to say that women. Are just yeah, 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 100%, and of course, like, 100%, you know, it's, but it's, I think it's a challenge on both. It's on uh-huh. a challenge for both genders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, there is this conception that you know, for men, it's harder for them to be celibate or to remain to remain celibate. But that's 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 what, that's, 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 that's what I, I <laughs> like. I say, I feel like everyone has the temptation there for everyone. Yeah. Um. You know, guys and girls have the same temptation. I mean, okay, you might you on if if anything if any if there's any leverage for that, I can say because there's more women around, then guys will have oh, more. But, okay, so what they have more more options to. Yeah, but like it, with that, like regardless of how many women you have around, if you take your stuff seriously, if you take your relationship with God seriously, no matter how women how many women there are, self control is self control kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but like I say, like I hear it, I I hear that argument. I just I just feel like it just depends on. You know what kind of quote unquote Christian guy you're talking about. If you're talking about someone that just goes church, let's say for argument's sake, we're talking about someone who they go to church, but let's say they are, you know, walking out their faith daily, like they take their relationship with God seriously. Then for I, argument's sake, that's who we're talking about. Then I don't think that's true. Like for example, I can I can comment on that because most all, like all of my guys, the majority of my guys are like them kind of guys. So they they who are they, like serious about their faith. Yeah, yeah, serious about their faith. And like, okay, you might have your slip up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but you're not pursuing. But sin. then that all my, all my guys are serious. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's like when you, when you talk about people that are living out their faith and walking with actively, you know, um, looking after their relationship with God, cultivating their relationship with God. I don't hear that argument at all. Um, if you're just talking about someone that goes to church and someone that, you know that's in church, but they're not serious, serious, serious. And this is the thing: like a lot of you know, a lot of people get confused about. You know, he takes their relationship with God serious because, you know, people go to church and they serve in church and people think, oh, yeah, that's a serious guy. And it's like, mm. not necessarily. Mm, yeah. So it's a heart issue. And I know with me, like, I mean, I'm in a leadership position, but there have been times where I know in my heart I backslidden. Mm-hmm. No one knows because I'm still in church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm still doing everything I need to do. I'm still running programs. I'm still doing all of that. Uh-huh. But in my heart, I know I'm far from God. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I know that. So, yeah, you're right. Just because of what people see on that outward, it's not necessarily a reflection of what is going in on on the inside. 100. And unless someone has discernment, they, like, there might be one or two people that are like, super close to me mm-hmm. that might pull me inside and be like, okay, sis, talk to me what's going on. Uh-huh. But for the most part, no one can tell. But I can tell. And the maddest thing about that is that you have that you have that conviction. You have something that's in you telling you, yo, you're not you're not where you're supposed to be. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. There's certain people that are in church that are serving don't even have that conviction. 
<laughs> like I've trust me, I've been like I've been about like I've been in places. I've been in church where people like people are just just doing whatever they want to do, right? And they still got leadership positions, all that kind of stuff like that. But they just and they're doing not checked, whatever. huh? And they're not checked. Well, I don't know. Everyone, everyone's church is different. That's you can, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can do all the checks you want. Like you, all you have to do is you know, for example, you go to a job interview. Yeah. You put on your white back, voice back for 45 job, minutes. Job. You do whatever you Does want. Just put on your white voice. <laughs> yeah, you I'm do whatever you, you do whatever you need. To, like people, yeah. you go to a job interview. Oh, why? Why do you want this job? Oh, you know, I really love your company. You know, it's, mm. you don't know anything about the company. <laughs> you just just saying we need to. You, yeah. For that so moment. I mean, in it, like you can get checked what you want in church. I mean, if you need to, you perform as much as you need to perform, get your position, and go mm. back to however. That you need is to such do. a good word, you know, because that's so. what so many of us do. We just it's just performative. Uh-huh, We're just uh-huh. displaying what we think we should, but. What does yeah. it really look like when you're by yourself and 100%. there's no one looking? And, and I've seen it. Like, I've been around it and it's just like, yeah, I mean, if you if you class, if you look at just the outward appearance of performance in church and you feel like, oh, yeah, that's a Christian guy, that's a Christian woman, it's like, oh, you've lost it. Mm. You've lost it already. But this is where discernment comes in. And it can be so, it can be so hard. Like, even when, like, before me and my boyfriend made that decision to become official. Like, I spent so much time in prayer and fast. I was like, okay, Lord, this is literally everyone on my list. I need to make sure this is you mm-hmm. and I'm not just seeing what I want to see. Yeah, like, yeah. I need that confirmation from you. And if it isn't as hard as it'll be, like, I will walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh-huh. you can't... Like, who you end up with, they, it literally can change the whole trajectory of your life. Like, you, you can't be playing games like that. Just off of that, just off of that statement already, that's why it's complicated. Oh, yeah, I kind of conscious myself, didn't I? <laughs> That, it's like, complicated, but it's you know you have there has to be some kind of balance between okay knowing that obviously this person can impact your whole life, but you can't get so consumed in the end that you don't enjoy there just is. getting to I know mean, them. That's, it, that's so what it's it is the right there. It's like because a, a relationship as Christian is so serious. Yeah, and we you're have thinking the, about your vision, thinking about yeah, the vision yeah, yeah, for yeah. the kingdom. We you're have about the, so we many have the ability things. to over like we have the ability to just get it mad complicated in our head. It doesn't mm. mean that it's not serious. Yes, it's hundred percent serious because like if you marry the wrong person, you get in a relationship with the wrong person, fam. Your whole your whole thing could go left. Mm. But like at the same time, you have to remain level headed and sober when you're making decisions, which is just where a lot of us go wrong. Yes, mm. it's serious. And then once you start overthinking and overcomplicating things and going crazy, like it just Definitely makes the whole Definitely guilty of overthinking. Past, yeah. present and currently. Uh-huh, uh-huh, that's, uh-huh. that's something I'm working on. For real, for real. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So, last question. Mm-hmm. Deal breakers. Obviously, let's just... We don't need to talk about them being a Christian or not. That kind of is a given. Don't be an equiote. You all know the scripture. Mm-hmm, you should mm-hmm. not be with non-Christians. But mm-hmm. beyond that, what are your personal deal breakers? If um, you have any. Yeah, I've got... If the person doesn't have uh, a like a a vision for life that kind of fits mine, and when I say like I'm not saying that you know I don't want a, a woman that will just come along and be like oh yeah whatever you want to do, I'm on it. Like I'm like no nah, like where what's God talking to you about? Mm. So someone that doesn't have a vision for the uh, someone that doesn't have vision for their life, that's a that's a that's a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Um, someone that. You know, we talk about being unevenly yoked in terms of, and I know when the scripture, when the scripture was brought up, um, it was talking about believers and unbelievers. But when you look at the concept of being unevenly yoked, what it basically is is, you know, our yoke is a, a yoke is something yeah, it's about you like tie. The, yeah, you tie it together. Yeah, the yeah, oxen and yeah. The... So basically, what you tie around animals, uh, animals' necks. Mm. Basically, so when they're treading the field, you don't get uneven tread. So if one animal is stronger than the other what happen is one will be doing more work than the other mm, and the other mm. one will be dragged along and then you get uneven, 
you get uneven tread in the field. Mm. So when you consider that concept, you can still be uneven yoked in a Christian relationship in That's terms of true. in terms of someone true. can be more on it than God for God than the other person, and mm. other persons they might be on their thing, but they're not moving at your speed. They're not moving. They, you know, they don't spend time. Like their relationship is just not where it needs to be. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? It's actually a very valid point. And once you once you're in that kind of relationship it begins to you you feel the drag you feel you feel the stress you feel the tug you feel the pull and so once again that for me that's that for me that's the main deal breaker because i've been in so many relationships where it's just like like based off performance like you see someone in church you see someone on twitter and they're doing all the stuff that they need to do and then like once you get into a relationship with them a few months down the line you begin to see what it really is and it's just like rah oh snap like it wasn't it wasn't what I saw on Twitter. Mm. It wasn't what I saw it in church. Sincere. It was just like, now you begin to see, you know, uh, the real for real. And so for me, the two main breakers is vision for life, um, being unevenly yoked, like where they're at with God. Um, now that's not me judging. It's not me saying, oh, snap. No, it's like, just you have your preference. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's, that might be great for someone else. You might be perfect for someone else. I might not be right for you. You might not be right for me. I mean, wh- whatever. Um, so that's that. Then um, character as well. Mm-hmm. For me, characters are like characters a big thing because I'm someone that's very. I'm laid. I'm laid back, but I'm also like on job at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like your character. Your character. Both characters have to be able to like bounce off of each other or complement each other. Like if you have too much of something in a relationship, it could be like, you know, a lot of people say that like, I want someone like me. It's like, fam, if you've got someone like you, that the, ha- the house will be on fire by yeah. Friday. If you <laughs> No, there needs, to be, there needs to be balance. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. good that if you guys have some attributes that are similar to each other. 100. But you need to be able to call that person out and vice versa. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if you don't want someone to call you out, then you, you really, there's no point being in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it just magnifies everything about you, honestly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like me, I didn't know. I was talking to a, a girl not too long ago. It, it, there was no way it could work. There was no way it could work. There was just no way it could work. Okay. But, <laughs> but so that's a no. Yeah, it was, it's 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 all it's all gone and done with now. But she was very in touch with her emotions in terms of she communicated her emotion. She communicated her emotion a lot. So it was like whenever she felt a certain way. And she wouldn't communicate in like a bad way or a, like she would say, yo, this is how I'm feeling, this is what And then we basically had a, a, a platform in our relationship where we had such an open communication with our emotions, how we felt, what we were thinking about something, which I've never had. And mm-hmm. for me, I'm someone that is like, I, I was brought up through the adoption system, uh, foster care system, this, that, okay. and that third. So I, when it comes to emotions, we know how to put stuff aside and plow on with life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because you have to. Because huh? you have to in that kind because, of because yeah because you like you you have when you move from one family to a next you can't be thinking about oh the family I just, you have to you understand what I'm saying mm. when you have brothers and sisters that you formed a relationship with for six months eight months a year and then they move you have to be you able can't to get go attached. yeah do you understand what I'm saying so there's all of that so I mean in life like for me it can be very easy to like just um, disregard emotions and just and skip but she like. She was so good with her emotions and in commu- communicating her emotions. For me, it was like, whoa. Did you find it overwhelming? No, 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 oh. no. I felt, I felt like, okay, so, okay, I can talk about my. Do you, do you understand? So mm. I began to speak about my emotions, and I enjoyed that side of the relationship, which mm. I would have never thought 
I would have enjoyed. Do you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Like, based off, like, this just... How... I must have known this girl for, like, three months. But all the past relationships that I've been in, yeah, I can see how they would have said... I can see their point if they ever said, that, oh, yeah, this guy was just very nonchalant or he wasn't in touch with his emotions. Like, he was very emotionless. Like, the person that I am now, just on base of that that friendship or whatever I had for, like, three months has made me emo- like emotionally just a completely different person. Oh, wow. And I was just like, maybe and that might... what I mean. Like, just because something doesn't end up in marriage doesn't mean that it's not beneficial. 100%. 100%. So now when I'm looking at... Now when I'm looking at my next relationship, like, for example, just the importance... I'm not sure... I'm not sure if it was this particular girl, if, if it was this woman in, in particular or if it was just that I had hit another place in life where I was mm. more open to hear that if you mm. understand what I'm saying or maybe but, she just kind of drew it maybe it was there but she just yeah, kind of yeah, drew yeah, it yeah. out so I was so, but now it's like alright cool like the small things in relation like for mm. me because I'm such a big thinker sometimes definitely in my past relationship like the small things that women want and need I was like, oh, man, don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> because but, I was like, change, but you change now? Oh, 100%. 100%. Because mm-hmm. it's like, for me, I was like, uh, I'm so on the bigger pitch, quote-unquote. I'm just... But I wasn't considering all of that stuff there. But when I like... It's still important, though. 100%. So when this woman come into my life, whatever, for however long it was, and I began to see that and understand that, now I just had a complete... A, a whole different, you know, shift in dynamic in terms of, you know, how I relate small things, messages, mm. making sure you communicate how you feel, what's on your mind, this, mm. that, and a third. Like, it, w- it was a complete game changer for me. So, I mean, character. But one thing I've known, one thing I know is that, like, when it comes to this stuff, especially when, when it comes to character, you may think you know what you want and you might have your list there and then someone would just come into your life and God would just be like... Oh, you thought... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, for example, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a introvert. Mm-hmm. So I can... Really? Be in, yeah, people don't, people don't, people don't, people don't, people don't think it. Like, once I leave here, I'm going back to my bedroom. I'll be there for, <laughs> I'll, yeah. be, I'll be there for like, whatever, like, I don't go out that much. I don't do too many things. I just like my space. I get that. I like my, this is another issue that I have in relationships as well. It's because like, when they want to talk, I'm like, fam, I just want to be in my head. But do you tell them that? Yes. But that's fine. Like, I don't know, with me, I would say I'm an, I would say I'm an extrovert introvert. Mm-hmm. So I can be very extroverted. Mm-hmm. But when I want to be by myself, and my, yeah, yeah. I think my family know this the most. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes I come and I'm just let them know, yeah, guys, I'm not in the space to talk right now. Mm-hmm. So just, just letting you know, like, I'm just not... Not there, but I communicate it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, they're talking to me and I'm just airing them. I communicate yeah, like, yeah. look, I'm just not in that space. So I think as long as you communicate... But when you're in there, for, when you're in that space, like, five, six, seven days a week... Oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. You lost <laughs> me now. You lost me now. Well, I'm, but again, I'm it's, like, under, it's understanding. Yeah, I'm, and if yeah. you don't... It's not like you're concealing that side of who you are. So uh-huh. if you've presented this to the yeah, person yeah. and they know, and they know who you are and you communicate that, then... By all means, it should be it should be fine. Well, but then again, it depends on what people want. It depends. Yeah, it depends on the person in your relationship. If she wants someone that communicates all the time, then yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and that's another thing that I struggled with because it's like I I want my space. But I mean, but in terms of like, let me just finish up on this. Like in terms of character, like there's one girl that I know that she's one of them people that would just speak to anyone. Like, mm-hmm. we'd be walking on the street and someone would be walking beside us and she would just turn around and be like, yeah, hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... Friendly. Yeah, like, one day me and my, this, me and this girl, we was messing about, whatever, and 
I must have like crossed the road mm-hmm. or something like, oh yeah, whatever, like you can walk on your own or whatever. And I'm, we were just messing about and I crossed the road. And then some guy walked past her and she was just like, she just turned around and started talking to the guy and they were walking up the road together just talking. And I was just like, okay. okay. Like just someone that, because I'm me, when it comes to communicate, all right, we got to go, okay, cool. <laughs> Boom, I'll just, end, <laughs> I'll just end it on that. But yeah. Character is a big Character. thing. Character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, thank you so much for your time. This has been a really insightful conversation. We might need to do a part two, you know, for like we literally just scratched the surface. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So if they want to find you, you're all over Twitter. That's like your main platform, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Twitter is my main platform. So L Blackman, um, Instagram, L Blackman, YouTube as well, L Blackman. Cool. And we're out here. And you have a podcast, right? Uh yeah, that's on my that's on my website. That's www.oldblackman.london. Plug yourself. Hello, this is an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oldblackman.london. That's my website, and the podcast will be on Apple Podcast or Apple something soon. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, move. cool. Great. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Valor Podcast. As always, I'd love to know what you think. Feel free to follow Valor Magazine on all platforms. And remember to like, subscribe, comment. It will really help to get the podcast out there. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you all.